Hi, and thanks for joining us again at Once When I Was Cool, your weekly podcast about stuff, really. Stuff we liked when we were kids, stuff we liked when we were younger, stuff that might not be around anymore. If it is around, it might not be the same as it used to be. My name's Dave. I'm one of your hosts. And joining me across the magic of the interwebs yet once again is the man who puts the we in, oh dear, why do we do this? It's we. Hello, mate. I know why we do this. We do it because... We and do it's it the memory. And because it keeps us entertained, really, that's about it. Yeah, it is. And and our listener, Shaniqua. Hey, Shaniqua, shout out, girl. And, um, thank, and uh, thank you. Thank you to the listener for joining us once again. Yes. Um, but anyway, I'm doing well. And as always, in the uh, sound booth is producer Simon. Hello, mate. Not much going no, on there. Not, not much response. I don't think he's actually listening. I think he's given up already and we're only a minute in. Yeah, and maybe some others are as well. Anyway. Probably for the best. The, probably for the best. Anyway, I've been thinking. And, Dave, once when I was cool, yeah, we used to date. <laughs> oh, mate, now you're really going back now. We've both been married for over, not to each other, of course. You should be so lucky. We've both been married for over 20 years now, mate. It's been a long time since I've dated. Been a very long time for me as well. But I wanted to more talk about dating back when we were younger comparatively to today. Had another little glitch in the matrix there. So I was just saying how uh, that the idea for this episode is something I'd thought about, but not as much as uh, one of my uh, co-workers had uh, been listening to the podcast and he came and said, hey, what do been, you think Sorry, about sorry, that? sorry. He'd been listening? So you've yeah. got people you actually know that listen? Yeah, yeah. Do you, he, well, do you want to give him a shout out or does he want to stay anonymous? I don't want to make everyone else jealous. That's No, what. fair enough. Okay, carry on. <laughs> yeah, so, so your co-worker was saying to you? He's saying, well, it was more that we were talking about the show, whether he listened or not, I'm not sure, but he said he has listened to a couple of them um, and he was just um, talking about um, dating and how uh, it's totally different today because, you know, you do it off a little device in your hand, you didn't have to put any effort into it. Does he so, still date himself? No, he's uh, he's he's not dating, no. Okay, right on. Carry on. So, but he's a, he's about. Subject. Yeah. I hope he's listening because it's going to be awkward yeah. for him and you next time you talk to him. But anyway, yeah, no, I hope he's not dating because they've not long had a baby, so right. he might very well be. And if you are, stop it. It's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Your honour. Anyway, <laughs> so I was thinking about it, and I look. You know, I've got mirrors. I know that I'm not the most. Uh, I'm not a Greek Adonis, and but you know I got myself out there best I could when I was younger. Lived in a small country town, and that's probably the biggest downfall you do have because people know everybody. But anywho, um, but I was even thinking back even younger. And do you remember like going back at at school and doing the old, "Will you be my girlfriend?" Please tick yes or no. And sending like, that note to somebody. So sending a note. I don't know that I was ever brave enough for that. I, I always sort of, uh, you know, always had the, uh, you know, she, she likes you or, you know, go and get one of your friends to go and tell you that she likes you or, you know, one of those types of 
sorts of things. I don't know that I was ever as direct and upfront enough to be able to do it. And to be perfectly honest, I was pretty oblivious to it anyway. I think it was quite often the girl that used to have to take the first step. And I don't ever remember getting the getting the uh, multiple choice answer uh, format that you used to be able to have that you've just mentioned there, but you seem to be familiar with it. Oh, look, it may be because you went to an all-boys school. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Dave went to a co-ed school. It's all good. Um, no, I just remember, look, no, the notes weren't necessarily for me. They might have been for my mates. You were more or, the mailman, know, were you? Yeah, yeah. Hey, go and run this over. Yeah. We go and run this over. Because you could fit under the desks and no one would see you. Yeah. But, um, you know, when you think back about it, come on, you know, you used to do the, you know, will you be my girlfriend or do you like me? Yes. Or no, and you know, and like you said, you know, going to get getting your mate to go over and give her a bit of a shake and go, hey, you know, Dave thinks you're okay. Do you like Dave? What do you mean, give her a shake? I don't. <laughs> I don't. Give her a shake. <laughs> go over and assault her and tell her that she needs to be your girlfriend. That's that doesn't sound right at all, mate. That that doesn't sound good. It's been uh, even with kids. Now we used to use the term. It always used to be someone's going with somebody else. And will you go with me? Do you want to go with me? And it's like, well, nowadays it wouldn't make any sense because you'd ask a girl, do you want to go go with me? And she'd either say where to or get away from me, which is usually the answer that I got any time I ever asked that question. Yeah, and you've actually got the paperwork from the courts to say that. Um, the other thing that you get these days is people don't don't have to worry about that. They just they just don't even interact with them. They'll get find them on Facebook or mm-hmm. head page or whatever, and and reach out to them that way. Yeah, well, we'll get into that a bit later on because yet again you've jumped right to the end of the episode again. Thanks very much for that. I'm not letting nah, you in. It worked so much better when I didn't tell you what the topic was, when you thought we were going to talk about something else because you couldn't bloody ruin it for everything else. So anyway, yeah. back to uh, notes. That's not even half of it. Passing yeah, notes. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's the progression. That's what I'm saying. That's the difference. I'm saying. Yeah, but a whole lot that, happened in between. Hey, well, well, yeah. I hit puberty. Um, uh, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to get your friend, either your friend would ask or you'd pass a note, right? So that's what yeah. we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what got- about once you got out of school then? When you, because that was the common factor. That was how you knew them. I remember that the next sort of thing you had to do, I, I um, worked at a local department store and there was a girl I was particularly interested in there and I had to sort of um, front up the courage to be able to go and ask her out. And the, the only thing we had in common, she was from a different town and she used to come um, and work at the department store that I worked at and, um, you know, getting to know each other and, you know, basically wearing them down so they don't think you're as horrible as you actually are. And it's, it's <laughs> familiarity breeds contempt, but you can sometimes make it work in your favour. It's stalking. I like how you consider stalking. Wearing well, it's not stalking because you're up front, you've got to work together. <laughs> oh, that's great, you know. We might have to put a PG rating on this one. Yeah, stalking is you hanging outside a house looking through a window. Um, yeah, no, and that's the, that's the whole thing. You know, back in the day there, was, there wasn't the technology, so you had to go through a phone book and how many of those phone calls did you make ringing, ringing up someone, someone's house and you get your mate would get you to ring up from a high is such and such there and, you know, to be a father. Why? What do you want it for? <laughs> and hang the phone up. 
Well, my dad was the copper, so you can ask Glenda and Chris Dahl about that. They, he, my mate, they all knew who he was. But that's the thing, you know, you look at it, you, you, you look at back then and the only way you could, you know, you wouldn't, uh, you'd ride your bike past their place or something. But if you lived in a small town, country town, their place could be 15 k's out of town. So there'd be no riding past their place, you know what I mean? It'd be, mm. it'd be more, um, you know, you got to see them at school, you got to look them up in the white pages, um, Half the time you'd never got their number. You had mm. to try and do old school and look through the white pages. Yep. For those who don't know what the white pages are, it's a big, thick book full of everyone's name that has a phone number in it. Mm-hmm. And that's in one of our earlier episodes as well. Mm. I mean, these days, again, you don't need that. But, um, yeah, so I think, you know, the ways to reach out to actually find someone to date, boyfriend, girlfriend, whether it's short-term, mm-hmm. long-term, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It was the whole dating process. There was a lot of work you had to put in at the front, not just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. just to even get to the point to, to ask them out. And so the other thing you could also do was either be set up with a friend of a friend, so that was somebody that knew somebody else who was who was looking for a fella, or uh, you could go out to the pubs and hope to meet somebody there, go out to the pubs, clubs, those types of places. And I had an Irish friend who used to say to me, and I um, hope I'm not offending anybody who met their their uh, life partner at 3am uh, in a, in a, um, in a, in a nightclub, but uh, <laughs> I had an Irish friend who used to say, if you haven't found somebody by 2am, it's time to give up because no one's looking at that time of night. That was a polite way of what he actually said. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, that's a fair call. All the other places were, um, you know, like you said, work. That's where I met my lovely wife. Was at work through work. Um, we'd worked together for many years before um, she plucked the courage up to ask me out. Jeez. Yeah. Mm. She asked yeah. you out, man. There's some things you just can't can't unring that bell now, can she? No, nah. she's committed. <laughs> he was committed the minute she asked me. I ticked yes on that note. All oh, right, there, did you? Well, that, that's good. With, yeah, okay. It, it's it's amazing that the ink stuck through the tears of joy that someone finally actually sent you the note. Yeah, yeah, it so, was amazing. Yeah, right. So the other thing you could also do was I remember there were blind dates as well, and I was fortunate enough never to have to go on one of these. But this was where a friend of a friend set you up, and the, you would uh, they'd say, "Oh, yeah, go and meet her. She she's going to meet you at this place or this place or a restaurant or a club or a pub or something like that." And then you'd get the friend to describe her or him. Yeah, and you know, you know, a lot of the time they'd be going, you know, she's this, she's that. But if they got to a point where they would ducking and dodging around and went, you know, she had a great personality. You just knew that she'd have like a, a lazy nostril or something like that, you know, <laughs> a third earlobe or something like that. Because <laughs> being the oil paintings ourselves that we are, yeah, so, so yeah. used to work. Um, but that friend setting you up, it was never as romantic as, oh, well, she'll be sitting there and she'll have a, a red you know, red rose tucked behind her, her ear or a, a hair in a ponytail with glitter flowing out of it or anything like that 
It was all right. Flying out of her hair. Yeah. Dage did you? She'll be. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't go on many at all, obviously. So that's why I'm sort of making it up. Um, But, you know, it would always be she's wearing a smashing yellow blouse or something like that. That was how you had to recognize her. And, you know, luckily it wasn't Daffodil Day or something like that where you turned up these days because you'd have no hope of finding her and you'd make a right of yourself wandering around um, asking people to if you're if you're the girl that wants to go out with me. And how many do you reckon in a store full of or a pub full of people you would say yes? Oh, well, none, especially these days. I would have no hope. It'd be like guards seize him or police, please come, please come pick this person up. He's talking. He's talking to chicks, not through a phone. Yeah, yeah. He, he's actually fronting up, and unfortunately, that's uh, they get to see what they're in for. So they most often said no. But there are a lot of other social events that they could go to as well, and some of them are uniquely Australian. I don't know that they happen in other sorts of places, but uh, in other parts of the world. But if they did, let us know. Once was school podcast gmail dot com. Let us know if you've got any stories about dating that you'd like to g rate it if you could, please. Um, you know, we'd love to to bring them back up on the six pack recap. But uh, yeah. We'd like to keep them G-rated if we could. Um, One of them uh, was the Deb ball or the debutante ball, and that was usually the marking of a a young lady, usually 16 or 17, uh, becoming a, what was it, something to do with society, coming out to society or becoming a a member of society or something like that. Did you ever? No, look, I was never invited to one, never um, took anyone to one. But, and honestly, the girls used to wear that nice white dress that's sort mm-hmm. of symbolic and you know of their um totalness and uh you know totalness. some of the girls yeah but some of the girls i knew <laughs> probably yeah. a, bla- a black dress would have been more appropriate <laughs> on fire yeah um yeah. Yeah, no, dead balls don't seem, debutante balls, dead balls don't seem to be a thing anymore. I don't know if they still are in the country because that's where we were. Um, but I haven't heard of a dead ball for easily 20, 25 years. I don't think that they're still a thing. Look, I haven't heard of them either and they weren't massive and it was only seemed to be, you know, where we where I lived there was the state school and then the non-state school, so the Catholic school. It used to yep. be something that was big in the Catholic school. Yeah. Um, so the other the other thing in the country which is pretty big and is I think fairly uniquely Australian was the BNS balls. So the BNS, the Bachelor and Spinster Ball, which was basically uh, just there as a as a good time for all, really, and it's completely different in its um, in its idea and its intent to a to a dead ball. Um, and they used to be on every t- every sort of town or region or community yeah. centre used to have one on every year. And I remember people used to have their utes with the sticker. So utes, um, for those of you overseas, utes, a utility vehicle or a, um, a pickup truck is probably what's the closest thing, SUV. Um, used to, with all their stickers over the back saying they went to this one and this one and they all had various witty slogans on them. And And basically you could only buy a ticket if you were single. So it was a... A mass, it was a way for a lot of country towns to get new blood into the town, I think. It was, um, you know, because people would go from like three towns over, would come in, um, you know, and the BNS balls would be big and there'd be just, it'd be just a big um, festival of music, um, people doing silly things and, and debauchery. So, and um, yeah, I can't say I uh, frequent many of those. So, but, you know, going on in life and similar to that when, you know, we oh. were sort of working up yeah. this way is was the, similar was the triple O balls and things mm. like that. 
Mm. Well, the triple triple O balls were another level of debauchery altogether. But just back to the um, to the BNS ball, um, I growing up in the on the coast never really. It was really a, a uniquely country sort of thing. It wasn't a, a coastal sort of thing. It was more out around no. the graziers and the farmers and those types of areas. And it was a bit of a farmer wants a wife type thing. Um, with the bachelors and the spinsters balls, but are they still going? Have you heard of one of them recently? I I haven't heard of one recently, and I think with all of public indemnity and that that came in, you know, mm. probably twenty twenty five years ago. Yeah, um, a lot of those things had to had to be shut down because they just couldn't cover. Um, I, I know that some of the injuries I used to when I worked out in in the country, some of the injuries you'd get coming in from there were just. Mm horrendous you wouldn't think it would have come from a um a bns ball you'd think it would have come from a massive you know road accident or something stupid like that they used to get on the lash and then get fairly lickered up and think they were invincible and um you know they all had utes so they'd all go out and do donuts and howlies and some sort of circle work and those sorts of things in there it wasn't uncommon for someone to get flung out the back of one of them i remember when i worked in western australia in the country um we had a couple of perilous sorts of things like that. But I can honestly say I never actually went to a, a BNS ball because um, by the time I was living in the country again, I was um, I was married, so I had no reason to go to them. But they sounded like they were fairly raucous sort of time. Yeah, it's, it's just another, like I said, I think a lot of it was just an excuse for a big get-together for, you know, the encompassing surrounding towns and things like mm-hmm. that. And they just move from town to town every couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, the, or every month, want to be one a month easy. Oh, um, really? That often? Yeah. You know, you, even the small towns that have them. So from where I was, you'd probably have, you know, a good 10 to 15 towns mm. um, and they'd all sort of have one. And did they sort of um, coincide with the radio when the radio was in town? They, they're pretty pretty similar to that, but a lot of it was more just about a social event because, like I said, these places were small mm. and they wanted to get people in. It was a good way for people to meet each other. Mm. It was a good way to stop the inbreeding. I don't know. <laughs> and so, yeah, you went back and then from there, of course, we both work in um, – in healthcare and healthcare, a part of it is, uh, you know, you, you have a lot to do with uh, other emergency services, so the ambulance, the fire and the police. And they used to have uh, what were called triple O balls because triple O is the emergency number in Australia, similar to 999 in the UK or 911 in the US. Um, and so they were called triple O parties where people used to, from from all of the emergency services, used to be involved. And they were fairly raucous sort of times as well. Yeah, they were they were next level. They were next level. But, you know, anywho. Yeah, we don't seem to see them. I haven't heard of one of them for quite a while either. I don't know if they still do them or not. No, I think that's where the code of conduct comes into a lot of (laughs) different services. So Mm. (laughs) if you're at a work function, even if it's not a work function. So back to the notion of dating, uh, those sorts of social events were somewhere that you could meet somebody. But there are a couple of other different things, and particularly uh, in the 70s and 80s uh, were TV shows and um, having sort of TV uh, dating shows was not a, you know, it wasn't a new concept. There were, there were quite a few. And in Australia, one of the ones uh, that used to be around was called Blind Date. And I think it was, an Amer- I think it was a spin-off of an American version. Yeah, and you know it's it's the typical um, you know there's either three 
three men uh, trying to vie for one one girl or you know one guy and th- and three girls and then they win a trip away and then they come back and say whether mm. they enjoyed it or wanted mm. to stab each other in the eye or you yeah. know get a restraining order yeah and there's similar versions these days with those reality tv shows but they're not quite as not quite as innocent not quite as sweet as they were now now they just seem to be that sort of parachute club type mentality where um you know, where everybody sort of comes together and it's expected that they'll, you know, it's expected that it's not going to work out. And I think that train wreck TV is part of what it's about. Um, but from Blind, Blind Date, there was another spin off which was called Perfect Match. And Perfect Match, I don't know if you remember, we was a, it was a big, um, was a big deal in Australia. It seemed to go for quite a few years and it had that horrible little robot thing that used to make noises and used to try and um, tell them what sort of percentage match they had. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, Dexter, I think it was. So we, yeah, sorry, so mate. It was Dexter was his name. Sorry, you glitched out there again for the moment. Oh, sorry, yeah. So Dexter had that little love heart um, LEDs on the front. And That's right. He'd go through and do a big compatibility match and, you know, the compa- compatibility is, you know, 14%. You know, mm. and people would be looking at each other going, oh, great, 14%. Mm-hmm. But then they'd come back and they'd, you know, I well, don't know how many people were married out of it. Yeah. Um, well, and how many are still married. But um, the other thing about it is, is I don't know how they came up with the compatibility number. It was either a random number generator or he used to have that bit of paper where he'd spell out their names and then have love and then have the other person's name at the bottom and you see how many <laughs> letters they got in common and when you add them all up, it gives you a percentage. Remember that? You used to do that at school? <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's how. Either that or it had to be, like I said, the random number generator because there never seemed to be any sort of idea of what it, of what it was or what was worthwhile doing. So they were the sort of dating shows and they're a little bit different to what's today. But you brought up another one before we were, uh, when we were sort of doing what little planning we did, you brought up one about video dating. What was, what was that about? So uh, I think it's like the earliest, you could, video dating, you'd do a video of yourself yep. and then you'd send it into a dating site and a dating service and then you know, they'd go, you'd sort of do a bio on it and, hey, my name's Darren and, you know, I'm six foot seven tall, slim, uh, have the physique, have the physique of a god. Um, intelligent, and, yeah. Uh, intelligent. Um, and, you know, you go through and say what your likes and dislikes were and then if people were, uh, they'd send them out to people who were sort of compatibility match looking for somebody who's six foot eight tall, is a dude. Um, buff like I am and then they'd match them up and send the videos back out to them so people be watching the videos and you go yep so it's like Mm -hmm. video date so you just get on there and sell yourself but you know if you actually get a chance go and have a look at some of the old stuff that was in there some of the things that they were said back in our day there'd be no way on earth you could get away with saying some of that stuff today it's great I I love it because it was just before all this PC stuff and you could actually say what what you actually wanted Mm. (laughs) Or, right. you know, what you wanted or what you expected and things like that. And there was no PC stuff in it. Mm. But, but, yeah, that was sort of the earlier dating of, um, of I suppose, internet dating. Mm. So like the agency, uh, inter, uh, the dating agency type things that would go through and match yeah. people up and 
Right, yeah. and then the um, the speed dating, uh, you know, they never seemed to make sense to me. You had five minutes to talk to somebody. It'd be a pretty awkward conversation if you couldn't think of something to say to them. That's, that's still around though, speed dating. Speed dating? Yeah. Really? I was, yeah, I was talking to. You're uh, sure you're not uh, thinking of trivia nights? No, no. I'm thinking about speed dating. Oh, okay. Um, the, uh, I was talking to this girl I know from work and she was saying that, you know, she's been on a couple because a friend of hers goes, so she goes as well. So they go there together and then, uh, yeah, so it's pretty much exactly what it is. You get 10 minutes or five minutes to talk to somebody and you take the, take the number and at the end of the night you go and give it to the people who are um, looking after the evening and if that person's also given them your number, they uh, let you guys contact each other. Okay, so, interesting. Right. I, inter- didn't know, yeah, I didn't know it was still around. Still um, around. Still I didn't really thing. know it was a thing anyway. So, um, And probably the, the last one for there is getting into the internet dating and which this then led to the rise of the apps where you don't even have to talk to somebody and you can make a judgment about them just by how they look, which is, you know, the meaningful way of meeting somebody. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, it's crazy because it could be anybody. That's yeah. Because who would who would think people have false names and false identities on the internet? That's craziness. That's craziness. These people should be taken out and flogged. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, so we I guess dating. I I have to say, I'm pretty happy. I'm not having to do it anymore. I don't think I'd cope. I think it'd be a long life of loneliness for me if I had to get back into dating again. Oh, mate. Honestly. Honestly, I don't think you'd be there. I honestly would believe I'd be single. And you've got to look at it this way. I think these days it's not so much about dating. People, you, there's lots of different ads for different websites. Um, and I'm not going to name them. Um, there's websites you can get onto. Because they there's don't ads. sponsor us. Actually, no, that's correct. And then there's certain apps where you just slight, swipe left, swipe right. Um, you know, um, multiple apps like that. There's other apps that, you know, just to see who's in the local vicinity so you can meet up and it's not for a date. And that's for a special date. Yeah, and it's not creepy at all that they're following each other for that particular purpose. But anyway, listen to us, old man. It's the way of the yeah. future. Mate, I, I, yeah, I, I'm happy that I don't have to do it anymore, but it certainly has changed from the days of at school of passing notes or getting your mate to go and ask him if they like you. Um, so, yeah, I don't know where... Where to go but from people, there? But people can find out everything they want about you by looking at your your, your head page book, or your Instagrams, or mm. or your TikToks, or whatever you got these days. Mm. So they're not actually communicating with you; they're communicating with, I suppose, the ideal about you. Just because mm. if I've been overseas and they go, "Oh, he likes to travel," well, they might have been already, yeah, might like to travel, might not want to travel in the future. But there's, you know, there's. Lots of things you can't tell about somebody and you can change them. You can delete a page down and then you can start another one up. Mm. You know, there's lots of different things you can do. And I think I, I do, I think I am sounding like an old man and I don't like it, but um, you know, I do think it's much more scary and much more harder these days because people don't have to interact at least with all those things we've talked about previously and back when I was dating. And I say that loosely because I don't, didn't, have that many dates to be to be honest 
like I wasn't out every weekend with a different girl. Um, or with the same one. Yeah, well, like I said, she <laughs> sent me the note. Mm. Um, so from from that perspective, you know, and it doesn't sound like it from the way I'm speaking now, but we had to communicate. You had to actually talk with someone. You had to actually find out about who they are. Mm. Not so much now. You just go, I'm in, I'm in proximity of 1.2 kilometres ready you, for a bit of action. And you had to knock on the door and meet their mother. Or their, even worse, their father. Mm, that's right. All right. Well, if you've got any dating stories you'd like to share with us, like we said earlier on, let us know. Once was cool podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram, although admittedly Instagram and Twitter aren't great uh, for us. So um, keep an eye on the Facebook page. Uh, share us, like us on there, whatever you'd like to do. Um, thanks for thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening in. You can find all our old episodes websites episodes on our website at oncewascool.com um but yeah thanks thanks for listening thanks for downloading we anything you want to add i was just going to say if anyone's ever been on any of those shows or use those um <laughs> dating sites not the late, late, latest ones i've been talking about but the earlier no. ones you know yep. when you send videos in let us know mm. if you've got any Are if you you're married and if you're ever on a tv show screenshot it and put it onto facebook so we can have a look at it or email it to us we'd love to see um but yeah download us from where you can find us um thank you for joining us thanks for listening in simon thanks for coming along we thanks very much no worries dave thanks right bye bye